All right, what's going on? Welcome to Insight with Irv. Look, let's get right into it, because you guys know I don't like really wasting much time with the intros. If you've never been here before, this is a place where we talk about money, we talk about business, we talk about mindset, and pretty much everything in between. We'll talk a little bit occasionally, every now and again about um, some, uh, I don't know, some relationships, right? But um, more importantly, let's go ahead and dive right into this, because I think that everything that I literally just finished mentioning, these four traits are needed, especially in times like today where we have a lot of people going soft on us. We have a lot of people that aren't wanting to go out there, do the more, do the boring work, go out there, provide value, go out there and really earn, uh, you know, the, the, the title of the king of the, uh, of the hill. I think that a lot of self-proclaimed uh, gurus, a lot of self-proclaimed, um, I'm the number one in my markets for this, which is like, who really determines that? Right. Uh, but anyways, so there's really four traits that I believe uh, are needed to make more money and to just absolutely crush it in business. I was looking at everyone that I've looked up to up to this point, male, female, across just about every business sector that makes way more money than I do. Now, if we're judging this specific podcast episode based off of um, monetary success, and material success, and this is gonna be the episode for you. Like this isn't the episode where it's gonna be, hey, money doesn't buy happiness. No, this is gonna be like that episode where we talk about business and we talk about generating more income. So if those are two areas that you're looking to get better at. These are four traits that you want to really dial in. Let's get into the first one. By the way, they're four C's, so they're really easy to remember. The first C is going to be curiosity. I think that the best entrepreneurs at least from the ones that I've studied. Again, every every sector, whether it's automotive, whether it's digital marketing, sales, um, whether it's sales, who I already said marketing, digital marketing, fashion, right? Um, even content creation, it's all going to boil down to curiosity. And I see this a lot in social media and it, it kind of bothers me because I see where it comes from, but it almost feels like it's a high school thing, right? Where you see someone who you think is doing better than you, and by the way, most people on social media, a little secret, because I kind of get like the back scoop on who's actually doing good and who's not, because they, they, like we talk, right? When, when, when they say, hey man, you know, business is kind of slowed down. So I, I get it. Um, you know, you think people are doing better than you, but really it's the perception of what they're posting, right? And so what ends up happening is you see somebody post something. So maybe if you are someone who's really into fitness, you'll see a guy who's maybe a little bit more cut than you, a little bit more jacked than you. If you're a female, you maybe see a girl who has nicer, cleaner highlights in her hair than you do. Maybe her nails are a bit nicer, right? Maybe she went to the Bad Bunny concert, you didn't get to go because you were stuck at work. Whatever it is, right? And they made it seem like they were having a great time. They make it seem like everything is fine and dandy, like everything is easy, but it's not always the case. And I wanna tie this in with business. And the reason why I say it's kind of like high school is because in high school, we were always comparing ourselves and we were always thinking to ourselves oh man they have it better than I do or both their parents you know gifted them that or I wish you know um, you know I wish I was able to make the team the way that they did or I wish everyone liked me the way that they like them right and we would think like we see kids and we think that we grew out of that and it just continues to evolve into what we do now right so you'll see someone in your marketplace and you'll think to yourself you'll see a piece of content and you'll see how the heck I've said the same thing in my video. How the heck did they get you know that many views, that many likes? It wasn't even that well articulated. Look, spoiler alert, I will tell you that because I've been there before, where I'll see someone and I'll say, that piece of information isn't even all that right. Like there's some pieces in there that were missed and the video would just like knocked out of the park and like scrolling through the comments like, no one's catching this, like this is off, right? And I started to notice 
that in business, instead of looking at someone from a place of maybe jealousy or envy, it's going to serve us far better if we look at it from a sense or a lens of curiosity. So seeing, hmm, why are they doing a little bit better than me? Again, in a business aspect, in acquiring more clients. Why, why is there maybe team crushing it better with the content creation? Like, let me see the way, rather than saying something's off, I have to get to the bottom of it. No, let's get to the bottom of it. <laughs> let's find out why their audience is growing at a rapid pace, quality audience, faster than ours. And let's see if we can learn something from, from our competition, if that's how you wanted to see it, right? Let's see if we can learn something from someone that you feel that um, you think that you should be where they are, but you're not. Right. And so one of the ways that I've heard it put, especially when it comes to competition and especially when it comes to comparing yourself, heard it from Naval Ravikant. It was masterfully put. I'm probably going to butcher it. But what he said was, if you struggle with comparing yourself to someone, you have to be willing to trade everything about you with that person in order to get everything that they have and every and everything that they are with yourself. What does that mean? And when I heard this, it changed my life. If you look at someone and they posted that they made, let's say a million dollars in their business, that could drive you through a wall, especially if you think that they're not the most ethical person or if you think that they don't have the best product, right? And, you sh and you're probably thinking to yourself, that should be me. But here's what you wanna trade. Are you willing to trade the long nights that they probably stayed up working on that? Are you willing to trade maybe the bad marriage that they have for your good marriage? Are you willing to trade Maybe if they only had grew up with one parent, maybe they have certain trauma in their life, right? Are you willing to trade if maybe you grew up with both your parents, right? And put that into the pot. Oftentimes when we start to see these trade-offs, we start to think, okay, wait a minute. No, I, I'll keep this or no, no, I'll keep that. They can have that. But that's the thing with comparison. We can't pick what we want to have from someone else's life in exchange. We have to take the good with the bad. So it's an all or none scenario. And so when I heard that, I was like, that hits it right on the nail. And so you wanna switch out, you know, being envious, being jealous with curiosity. Let me, let me look behind the curtain. Let me see what they have going on over there. The second C that we have, which from curiosity, now seems to come like the second level, you want to get creative. There is nothing that's going to attract more, more money to you than being a creative individual. If you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're going to have what everyone else has, and you're not going to out-earn anyone in, in, in the business space, in your market space, or in your industry. So if everyone else is competing, and this happens all the time, this is usually how people price things. Okay, I have an ebook. With this ebook, I'm going to give you four templates. These four templates are going to help you accomplish X, Y, Z. Let me go and see who in my marketplace is going to offer a similar thing. Okay, let me see. All right, so the price seems to be around 50 bucks. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm going to add one more piece of content. So now it's four, uh, five, from four templates to five templates plus the ebook, and then I'm going to drop the price to $35,000 right? Or $35,000 to $35. So now I've essentially dropped it. I don't know what that is about maybe uh, 30%, give or take, right? 30, 40%. So now that I've dropped it from, let's say 50 to 35, uh, closer to 35%, 40%. What I'm now doing is I'm sending a message to the market that it's okay to sell services that are undervalued versus thinking to yourself. And this is what most people do. Most people don't think 
because it causes you to think, not, well, not think outside the box. We want to use the same word twice, right? It causes you to operate outside of the box. That's what thinking is, right? It, it causes you to move outside of the box of what normality really is or what we think it is. And so rather than just dropping the price and training the customer and the client in the marketplace that it's okay to sell something for less value, how can we raise the perceived value and sell them something that's 50 bucks, 60 bucks, 80 bucks if you wanted to really get it juicy, charge double what the marketplace is charging, but make them feel as if they're getting an absolute steal for what it is that you're charging. I'll give you a bonus here. If you'll know that you're being creative with your marketing, with your product, with your delivery, with your customer acquisition, you know that you're being creative if someone says, man, I'm getting this out of steal. Or if someone says, wow, you know, even though you are the most expensive in the marketplace, I think that you're worth it. And you're only going to get that from being creative, here's why. And here's kind of like the double-edged sword that you wanna be careful with this before I move on to the, to, uh, to the third C. If you start charging at, let's say 100 bucks per client, and they're only getting $100 worth of value, then that's where that transaction ends. You're not gonna get what I just told you. Like the compliments, the testimonials, you're not gonna get that, you're not gonna get the referrals. If you're charging 100 bucks, and they feel as if they're getting $1,000, which is a 10X, $1,000, worth of value, then yeah, that's when they're gonna say, wow, I got this for a steal. I can't believe that you're giving this away. Mind you, everyone else is still charging 50 bucks. Let's move it up. Let's say the marketplace is charging 5K for a service. You decided to charge 10K. Let's say that the marketplace is charging uh, 20K for a service. You're charging 50K. Just play around with the numbers, double, triple, or quadruple the amount of value that they get or that they perceive that they're getting in exchange for what they're actually paying. And that's how people don't complain or don't start to shop you around based off of what you do and what someone else does. Because the last thing you wanna do is get caught in a bidding war. And that's pretty much just a race down to zero. That's how a lot of people go out of business and that's why you don't want to price you know, your products and services based off of how everyone else prices it because most people between us aren't making money anyways. I, I talk to business owners all the time. You would think that people are making money based off of that pricing model. They're not. It is the worst way to price something based off of how everyone else is pricing it. You could be pricing it to someone who's going out of business and not even know it. The third kind of like level or tier, we have curiosity, we have uh, creativity is confidence. You've already kind of like sparked a little bit of curiosity of why something's working, why something's not working, working, let me double down. You started putting your creativity to work. Remember, this is all about making more money and growing your business. You want to become confident in the product or the service that you offer. There's nothing more attractive than confidence. Like if someone tells you right now, are you sure you can do this for me? And you go, well, you know, um, I kind of done this before. Eh, you're not getting the service. Like you could be the cheapest guy in town. You're not getting it. They're going to give it to whoever sounds the most confident. If they say, man, this is expensive, man, this is more than I thought it would be, man. Um, you know, I've never trusted someone with, let's say this type of issue before, like putting price aside. Are you sure you can do this for me? 100%. Not only can we do it for you, this is what we've done in the past. Or not only can we do it for you, but these are, this is how I was able, maybe you don't have testimonials yet, right? Maybe you're a weight loss coach. Hey, not only can I help you lose 30, 40 pounds before your wedding, but this is what I did, you know, over the last two years of how I personally lost weight and how I got control back. And so when you speak with that certainty and when you have that confidence behind it, 
people don't mind betting on you with their dollars in exchange that you're actually going to get them the result that they're looking for. And then the fourth and final trait that's needed, if you wanna make more money, you wanna grow your business and just completely knock it out of the park and just live a better life overall, is even though, you know, especially people that are um, in business tend to compare themselves, you wanna, we, we already mentioned that you don't wanna compare yourself in an unhealthy state. I think that there's room for healthy comparison but you want to become a competitive person. And that's probably the, uh, the uh, college athlete, that's probably you know, the, the former baseball player that kind of comes out every now and again. But I think that there's a healthy nature and I think that there's really kind of like um, a direct correlation between competition and business. Like you, you can't separate it, or competitiveness rather. You can't really separate it. Like I'm not telling you to go out there and take a look at what you're, competition is doing every single day, every single waking hour. I know that some people, they kind of live by that model so that they can offer what they do for less or do what they do, but do it better. I get the philosophy behind that because you want to be aware of what your competition is doing. But the competitiveness that I'm talking about is you want to think to yourself, okay, if I was the number one player in this space, and if I knew that this type of business would come into my marketplace and put me out, what does that look like? So I'll run you through an example. Let's say you have a business where you have, you sell cookies as an example, and the cookies that you sell, the majority of the marketplace is selling maybe a dozen cookies, these are custom cookies, and the, and the dozen cookies that they're selling, it takes them about three days to make, ship, package, and send out to you. So three to four days from the minute that you put the order in to the minute that they get it to you. And the cookies are pretty good. They're not like fantastically good. They're pretty good. So if I'm thinking to myself, okay, my competitive nature is how can I become the person or the business in the marketplace that everyone says, damn, they're here to stay and then become that person? I start to think or start to look at, okay, if it's taking everyone else, rather than trying to compete with them on price, if it's taking everyone else three to four days to get shipping done, get the cookies in, how can I shoot for same day delivery? And this is pretty much what Amazon did, where they started beating everyone, not so much on price, but they started beating everyone else on speed. Because when you're competing against, when you're competing against price and when you're competing against free, speed beats free, speed beats price all the time. That's just one of the ways that you can kind of edge your way into a marketplace. You can break down the context of the cookies later. You can break down, obviously the product has to be good, but if you're just delivering it based off of speed, that's one of the fastest ways that you can build yourself as a competitive uh, business or person in a marketplace. And one more thing that I wanted to say, there's a lot of crappy customer service out there. If you can have that one-to-one -one conversation with someone, if you can build that relationship, build that network, People do business with people. I can't see how many contracts are lost, even in a B2B setting, where when a sales rep leaves, people don't even wanna do business with the company because that sales rep left. I see it all the time in insurance. I see it all the time with real estate agents. I see it all the time, even with uh, content creators that are working with organizations. I've worked with organizations where they kind of like follow the creator around. So they only want that specific creator, regardless of the agency that they're in, to do content for them. When you can, when you can become a sought out person, which ultimately grows into a sought out business that operates at that level and that's willing to compete, that's when you're ultimately going to dominate. And so again, to wrap it up, 
Fortress needed to make more money and growing your business, curiosity, creativity, confidence, and competitiveness. competitiveness. If you have those four things, you're absolutely going to knock it out of the park. If you found value in this content, consider hitting the subscribe button down below. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple, so depending on where you're listening to this, we'll love if you left us an amazing review. Again, only if you found value in this episode. Feel free to go back through the other episodes that we have because you're going to be able to find some nuggets in there as well. Once again, my name is Irvin. I will see you guys in the next one.